Uh, well, welcome back from the break. This is the Canterbury Rugby Update brought to you by Kevla Holmes, proud partner of Canterbury Rugby. And we're joined by George Berry this morning, who's the head of engagement at Canterbury Rugby, but also um, dabbles in a bit of every single sport going here in Canterbury, most recently also the coast to coast. George, thanks for joining us. Um, obviously, pre-season's about to get underway here in Canterbury for both Matatu and the Crusaders. What's the vibe been like around Rugby Park? Yeah, morning, uh, Jordan. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, you get to see a few new faces and uh, a few that are returning. Been interesting, actually, because such a, a sort of heavy contingent of the men's side went away with that All Blacks uh, 15. There's actually hasn't been too many of them around, actually. It's been, uh, yeah, been quite interesting from that perspective. But, uh, yeah, also good to see a number of the Black Ferns uh, coming back to Christchurch over the last few days. And uh, after there's such a fantastic uh, World Cup to see them back in again, Whitney Hanson in as well, one of those coaches, and Georgia Ponsonby the other day. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting just to sort of see the smile on their faces and, um, yeah, job well done, really. Yeah, from some of the players, I guess, who have been in Christchurch and around the traps, do you think they're nervous for what awaits them at pre-season? And I guess, um, what can we expect from this first week? Yeah, exciting for the men. Uh, I think, oh, I've got to check the dates, but I think it's about the 9th of December. They're actually heading out to Rangiora High School, which uh, you'll know Fletcher Newell went to Rangiora. Um, and, uh, you know, so quite cool from that perspective. Get back out in the community and see what uh, those guys are up to. From a Mata 2 uh, perspective, this is really exciting too. They're going to play a fair bit, um, or train a fair bit out at Napunawai. Uh, over the summer and get things going again. Yeah, they've been pretty good, really. It's a pretty similar so- squad to what they had last year. A few sort of different names in there. Cheyenne Cunningham is one that I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how she goes. She had an amazing season uh, with Otago, sort of plays in that outside backs. Uh, really young, up-and-coming uh, coming there. But it'd be great to see the likes of Grace Brooker back again. Uh, she's really changed shape. I don't know if you remember, but she obviously missed out on the World Cup having injured her knee uh, on the end of year two of last year with the Black Ferns. So she's basically had a whole year off rugby. Uh, this will be her coming back. She has really changed shape. Uh, some really big sort of upper body strength on her, uh, big shoulders. So she's going to be uh, really exciting to see. And then the likes of Rosie Kelly and Grace Steinmetz. And, uh, you know, the, there's, there's some number of uh, really talented players that were right on the fringe of that Black Fern squad that have kind of been around Rugby Park for the last wee while, uh, but looking to rip back into it. So it's, yeah, pretty exciting. And just when we thought Steph uh, Ohari Fox was about to hang up the boots, she's uh, coming back for Opiki. Well, yeah, I said to her, I tried to get her to stay and play for Canterbury because, uh, you know, I remember actually I was calling a couple of games for Sky at the time, and she was just unreal. You know, she was over the ball. Uh, she actually probably should have had six or seven on her back rather than uh, one or three at the time. She was absolutely outstanding. And I remember saying to her, hey, uh, you sure you don't want to come back for Canterbury? But uh, you know, uh, for her, um, she felt like it was a good good way to finish and finish with Kendra as well. So that was exciting for her. But uh, yeah, she wants to come back. You know, women's rugby is really coming on leaps and bounds. A year of Super Rugby last year, and this is kind of the opportunity to build on that. And I guess until someone kind of pushes her out the way, uh, you know, another prop comes through or another hooker or something at that point and pushes her out the way, uh, then she's got a place in that squad uh, as long as she wants it, I suppose. Uh, she's also taken over that uh, RDO role at Christchurch this year as well. So that'll be exciting for her because I know how much she loves that club and uh, she'll spend plenty of time in there. So really cool to see uh, a female in that space of a, a club that's actually got so much history as well. So pretty exciting for Steph and, uh, and the family.
Yeah, I was joking to uh, <laughs> Whitney and Tony this week that surely it can't be too hard to get Kendra back out of retirement, but they said that one might be a bit too <laughs> too far this time around. And on that grow, uh, the growth of the women's game, leads me to my next question. You've obviously been heavily involved with Canterbury F- FPC side for quite some time now. What do you think is going to be the key to keeping that World Cup momentum going, heading into Opiki, which is actually only a couple of months away? Yeah, I think there's two things to it. And there is a heck of a lot of work going into that female space. So I know, you know we just had a really good meeting about it uh, on about Thursday, actually, on the new strategy that Canterbury Rugby's putting in place. There's a lot of have-a-go days and bits and pieces from a, uh, a young female's perspective. But the other part is that I think the, uh, you know, the New Zealand public still have a really big part to play. really interesting thing for me the other day was uh, there was something like 30 penalties given away in that All Blacks game against England the other day, and there was so much made about how many penalties were given and how much involvement the referee had. If you go and have a look at the final, the women's final, I think there was 28 in there, not one mention of it. So it's just realising that they're two quite different products, and uh, I think if you, you give women's rugby the space to continue to be a really fun, exciting game and let people play like that, then it'll continue to entertain you. But if you start to scrutinise and uh, sort of view it in a similar fashion to what we do in the men's game, then it probably will get challenged a fair bit more than probably what we think it might. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of development, lots of time, lots of opportunity for young women to have ball in hand and uh, you know get used to it. Maybe it's coming across from netball or hockey or other sports or that sort of stuff. But, you know, have a go, uh, build up the player base and, and numbers and. Hopefully we can get a few more teams and uh, a few more quality, a really good quality game. I remember a game last year uh, at Orange Theory, uh, Canterbury versus Waikato. It was one of the best games of women's rugby I'd seen for a long time. So if we can get that standard at at Farah Palmer Cup level uh, and probably a little bit wider as well, then we're going to always have really great great games of um, female rugby to watch, that's for sure. Yeah, and there's no doubt that the Black Ferns and also those Farrah Palmer Cup teams have inspired a whole new wave of, you know, young up-and-coming, you know, uh, rugby stars from, you know, your little five-year-olds upwards. How much is it is it about as well getting our players, like the Matatu girls, out in the community, showing them that, you know, because what, what you see, you can be? Yeah, 100%. That's a, that's a phrase that we often use. You've got to see it to be it. Um, but uh, don't forget that, you know, they, they are great role models to not only young girls, but, you know, boys as well. Uh, everybody at that point, anyone that wants to be a rugby player, especially in that younger space, they, they invariably don't see male and female. They just see cool people wearing a black jersey or wearing a Canterbury jersey or wearing those things. So, you know, they're, they're really inspired. I know, obviously, my kids get to spend a lot more time around some of those Canterbury women than other people's kids, but, you know, straight away, the, you know, Harry, my six-year-old, sitting there going, there's Kendra or... You know, there's Alana or there's Chelsea. So, um, you know, they're just as inspired by this, which is really important. But, um, yeah, it's some uh, it's exciting times, that's for sure. Yeah, and just back on that pre-season, we were also talking to Julie Seymour earlier around the mainland tactics who also have pre-season, and she was saying there might be some shocks to the system around the old fitness testing. Can we expect the same uh, at Rugby Park this week? Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll be, uh, so most of it is sliding across to say uh, the guys are going out to Rangu and out to Napunua because Rugby Park's just had a massive overhaul. Actually, I don't know if you, well, you saw the grass when you were yes. there the other day. 
Yeah, it started to look good again, but yeah, it's basically scraped all the grass off and restarted uh, about six or seven weeks ago, uh, or straight after the NPC final. But um, yeah, I, I suspect for a few it will be, but yeah, th- there's certainly a lot of professionalism come into that game, uh, especially the women's game, and, and people are really, or players, certainly at the Canterbury level, are really starting to uh, take note, I suppose, and, and really... Uh, you know, well, they're just being professionals is probably the simplest way of putting it. But, um, yeah, I know the likes of Hannah King and Kelsey McCook and a few of those others that have probably been around the fringe have been doing plenty of training. Uh, so hopefully for them, it won't be too much of a, of a big jump. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Send me the updates. I want to know who's winning, who's losing. <laughs> It won't be me. It won't be me out there running with them. I can assure you that I played some uh, social cricket the other night and just about got wrecked. It's unreal. <laughs> well, maybe you can get some practice under your belt this weekend, all right? Yeah, I'll be on the lawnmower probably. Love that for you, George. Thank you so much for your time this morning. That's the Canterbury Rugby Update brought to you by Kevlar Homes, helping build the future of Canterbury Rugby. Kevlar Homes, proud partner of Canterbury Rugby.